Hey there, welcome to SciCare, the podcast where we talk about science, self-care, and all things wellness. I'm Robin Laird, your host, and as usual, I hope I'm joining you on a walk. If not, I hope you get a chance to move outside at some point soon. Today, we're going to be talking about our sense of smell. So let's all take a deep breath. (sighs) What do you smell right now? Tea? Coffee? The great outdoors, if you're walking outside? Well, wherever you are, I'm sure there's some olfactory or smell input your brain is picking up on, whether you're aware of it or not. In this episode, we're chatting about smell and its influence on our emotions and memories. I remember when I was little reading in a magazine that the majority of adults experience a physiological relaxation response when they smell the smell of Crayola crayons. Now, I don't know if this was a Crayola PR placement, but I do remember thinking with my child's brain at the time, oh, it must remind the adults of the good feelings of their childhood. I wonder what my Crayola crayons will be. We'll get back to that. But ever since then, I've been a little bit obsessed, just a little bit, with smell and how it influences our state of mind and memory. From an anatomical standpoint, smell is really interesting because the structures in our brain responsible for processing smell sit in close proximity to both our amygdala, our emotion processing center in the brain, and our hippocampus, our memory forming region of the brain. This makes olfaction or smell a perfect captor of emotional memories, just like with the Crayola crayons. So scientists have actually coined a term to describe this association between specific odors and emotional memories called the Proust phenomenon. It's so named after a French novelist, Proust, who described how the aroma of Madeleine cookies dipped in tea could evoke strong childhood nostalgia just like Crayola crayons. This is not sponsored, by the way. A few years ago, I did find my version of crayons. Well, at least my teenage version. In my teens, I went on an incredible trip to Namibia with my father. And on the way there, somewhere between Los Angeles and Windhoek, a bottle of Tresme hairspray exploded in my suitcase. It doused my entire wardrobe in a fruity, soapy scent I can't even describe it with words, but I know it so well. Because when I opened my suitcase in our hotel room that first moment, my nostrils and brain were accosted by this hairspray smell. It was so strong and it was everywhere. Now, mind you, I was a teen girl, so I was used to all sorts of fragrances on my clothes and in my products. I didn't think much of it at the time. Not until many, many years later when I was working as a fashion model, I actually caught a whiff of the same Tresme hairspray on set. And wow, did it take me back in an instant. In that first moment of scent exposure, I was pulled back to my hotel room in Windhoek. I could not only picture the details of the mirror tiling, but could also feel this certain emotional space I had inhabited during this really transformational trip with my father. We had gone on beautiful safari adventures and dined under the Namibian moon. It was incredible and I immediately had this visceral flashback where I was 
not only visually revisiting the memories, but feeling them emotionally as well. And I know I'm not alone in this experience. I'm sure there are many smells that would take you back in an instance to a specific time and place, whether that smell be your grandmother's pie or a best friend's cologne or the smell of your office bathroom hand soap. Again, this is from a personal experience. But we all tie specific scents to memories and emotions. So in marveling at the strength of my own vacation flashback, I began wondering, do we actually remember better with smell? And if so, could odor be a new way to record memories in addition to photos or musical soundtracks? It turns out that a team of researchers at Utrecht University in the Netherlands have actually put those exact questions to the test. They conducted an experiment in which subjects watched emotionally jarring film footage in conjunction with either visual, auditory, or olfactory stimuli. These subjects were later asked to recall this footage in the presence of the same images, sounds, or smells that they had unknowingly been exposed to. The results were really intriguing. Subjects exposed to specific smells could remember details significantly better than those exposed to sounds. They were more aroused and generally rated the harsh film footage as more unpleasant. However, when comparing the scent group to the group exposed to visual cues, there were no significant differences in their memory experience and recall. So smells may actually be just as effective at capturing memories as photos. Obviously, more research needs to be done, but this idea is really interesting and applicable in many ways to our daily lives. I have personally experimented with using different scents to get into different mental states. Examples of this are burning a certain candle every time you study, putting lavender essential oil on your pillow or wrist before bed, using a different body wash when you move to a new city, there are so many creative ways to use this understanding of the Proust phenomenon in our lives to guide our mental and physical well-being. So my personal challenge to you today is to choose a new and very specific smell for this chapter of your life. We're entering a new year. What is your 2022 smell going to be? I'm going to leave you with that today. There's more to say, but thankfully also more to come. Thank you for listening. The show notes include references to any studies I mention. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram at science.of.selfcare. As always, stay positive, stay healthy, and until next time, friends. <laughs>